My next guest is Reggie Rock Bythewood. He writes, directs, and serves as the showrunner of the new Apple Plus Swagger and is executive producer alongside superstar NBA player Kevin Durant and super producer Brian Grazer. The Apple Plus series is inspired by Kevin Durant's life and basketball experiences. Swagger explores the world of youth basketball and the players, the families, and coaches who walk the fine line between dreams and ambitions and the optimism and corruption that goes with sports. Off the court, the show reveals what it's like to to grow up in America, especially black America. Reggie's writing started way back with a different world. It's comedy, drama, New York undercover, get on the bus. That's what I met him to Notorious, just to name a few. This brother can write. The new series Swagger will premiere globally October 29th, 2021 with the first three episodes, followed by a new episode weekly every Friday thereafter on Apple+. Plus. Please welcome to Money Made Conversation. For a long time, I've been wanting to talk to this brother again, Reggie Rock. Bythewood. How you doing, my friend? I'm really, really great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, first of all, man, um, you know, uh, I'm a fan of Apple Plus. I watched Ted Lasso. Apple, yeah, Apple, watched... yeah Apple, Apple TV Plus, brother. Yeah, yeah, Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. I apologize. Apple mm-hmm. TV Plus. Right. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me get it straight. TV Plus. Yeah. Because, right. you know, when you, when you pay your money, all I just see is Apple Plus. <laughs> 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 but Apple TV Plus. Okay. Right. And um, this series, what brought it about and, and, uh, and what inspired you to do the series? I know Kevin Durant's involved, which gives a, a whole lot of credibility to the background and the relations of the, of the authenticity for the series. Mm-hmm. But how did you get involved, Reggie? Um, so I got a call from... Um, Imagine Entertainment, which is the company that 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 Brian runs with Ron Howard, a producer there named Francie Cowfold, called me up and 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 let me know that Brian and KD had a meeting. Yes, and they talked about doing a series focused on or inspired by his youth basketball days. So they called me, asked me to meet with him. I flew out at that time. KD was in was in. Um, was in Golden State, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I flew out to Oakland and, and met with him. And, you know, I didn't really know what to what to, to, to think, you know, what I liked the guy, what I not. But it was a real kind of inspiring conversation. And and he was just very open and shared um, a lot of his experiences with me. And I really just started to see this canvas, if you will, right. that would allow me to um, take elements of his life and bring in other elements, um, some elements from my life, from right. my kids, and sort of things we pulled in research and, and just, just tell a story that we felt could be really meaningful, um, a story about not just basketball, but 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 growing up in in America. Well, teen life in America, which is a brilliant portrayal by the actors that you brought into this, which mm-hmm. really, which would in the music that plays a major role in what you're doing here. Now, let's talk about the the young star Isaiah Isaiah Hill, correct? Who plays Jace Carson? Yes. Now, I've been fortunate to sit down with uh, Kevin Durant, and he has a this young man. You seem to have captured. Kevin Durant's personality or temperament in this character. Am I wrong in saying that? But it, it really did kind of resonate to the personality of lifestyle because Kevin was raised by a single mom in a basketball-centric world. It's set in Washington, D.C., where Kevin Durant is from. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, 
Look, I think there were a couple of things, you know, I was really looking for. And I mean, this is such a complicated character. Yes, it is. You know, number one, the dude's got to be athletic. Wow. And so we, you know, we had this huge casting search. And this kid comes in who's not just like dunking, like just tipping it in. He's like throwing it back and, you know, slamming it. Um. But then the other thing, too, was, you know, he was talented. And and so we um, really was just like blown away to be able to find someone who has acting chops and basketball chops all in one. It was 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 a gift. And I think that, you know, um, you know, KD felt challenged to prove that he was, you know, like this this top player. Yes. Uh, that he that 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 he was, and you know, all great athletes, you know, feel like they have something to prove. You know. Right. The real life Isaiah felt that as well. You know, I mean, he's played basketball. He understands those challenges. He's had his bumps, and so he. I think he was just able to bring that forward and and um, really play it out. You know, lovely on screen. We're talking to an incredible uh, writer, producer, showrunner of the new series on Apple TV Plus, Swagger, uh, Reggie's Rock, Bythewood. The series is a, an incredible uh, force as far as teen uh, drama, teen romance, uh, coming of age. Uh, this young man we're talking about, Isaiah, his character plays, he plays the character Jace Carson, a 14-year-old megastar. I can relate this a little bit in my personal life because my nephew, he had a couple of sons, and I remember he and we we was tracking him at eighth grade, ninth grade. You know, his son was a top point guard in Texas. You know, and his son, the other son, was a top small forward. So I know the reality of this. But the, what I loved about it was how Reggie, how was you, how you were incorporating how the, the world of social media, something that the real Kevin Durant really didn't have to deal with that this kid has to deal with on a regular basis, incorporating that real lifestyle activity, how you can be, how your life is changed by a post, correct? Yeah, I mean, social media right, became this other character in our narrative. And and so, I, I mean, it's just authentic to the way um, people in this age group relate to each other. Right. You know, so yes, you know, and, and, and as we know, there are great positives with it and great negatives with it. And, and as you, as you mentioned, like, yeah, this is a drama that does focus a lot on teens, but it's also like really, really aspiring to give a view from every seat in the house, you know, so that we deal with fatherhood, we deal with coaching, we deal with parenthood. And so I think that, you know, if you're, if you're a mom, if you're a coach, if you're a dad, Yes. Um, if you're a child, like there's something that's going to pull at you emotionally. Well, Reggie, first of all, I don't want to sell your series short because I'm a, we're going we got a little time because I'm gonna go to O'Shea. I'm gonna talk to Gina. I'm gonna talk to these character breakdowns that have so much layers. But those mm-hmm. kids are what brought me in, and I'm gonna just tell you mm-hmm. how I really was. I, I I get up every day at 4:30 a.m. All right, I saw mm-hmm. five straight episodes because each episode kept me, kept me, kept. Finally, my wife looked at me and said, "Rishon, it's 1:30 in the morning." I said, "Okay." 
okay, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. Because as soon as I wrap up this interview, I'm going to go screen the rest of them. I know the series yeah. premieres October 29th. It will premiere with three episodes in a row. And when you get to that third episode, you'll be hooked in this series. Please mm-hmm. take the time to watch consecutively series. And after that, it will air every Friday. What Reggie has put together is... Um, is uh you you Gina who plays the mom Jason's mom Jenna. yeah Jenna Jenna Jenna, Jenna who plays mm-hmm. Jason's mom very dominant character very uh opinionated she knows what she wants she knows what she sees in her son her expectations may be overreaching and her advice as to how he should play shouldn't be some he should be following but that's what the comment of age part of the writing is all about correct Reggie yeah I mean you know and here's a crazy thing right like it's like when you have a kid that talented, yes, there's still a whole bunch of questions in terms <laughs> of like, you know, where he or she is going to go. And it really becomes like this coming of age for, for the kid, for the parent. Yes. Like it's just, it's, it, it, it's so complicated. It's so challenging to, you know, you, you sort of wish we all had a crystal ball and knew where their kid was, was going to go. But you know, on a whole other level, man, you know, um, a lot of times we push our kids. Yes. A lot of times we have to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we do it wrong, it's a negative. And if we do it right, it's a positive. Right. I, I know my daughter was a tennis prodigy. You know, my, my wife, mm-hmm. she was a... Uh, you know, she was really a lot more aggressive than I was, which is her role. We all play roles as parents, you know. And I always felt my daughter was talented at it, what she did, but that wasn't what she wanted to do. Now she's in the taekwondo. Mm. And, I, and I told my wife, don't be disappointed if that's not what she wants to do. That's not her end game. You know, she blew out her knee when she was 19, and she asked me, did she want to go to college? Could she go to college? I said, yes, do whatever your dreams are. And that's what this young man is learning, and his, and his best friend, who we see the relationship going. I'm talking about Crystal, and that's another storyline I'm not going to get into any detail on because it should be seen, and you should see the development of her character in the series. But also, it's a, it's, it's kind of a romance, but they're friends. They're friends. They're diehard friends. And what you learn in this series, Reggie, if I could be so bold to say this, is that you learn to listen. You learn to listen when people are trying to talk to you. That was a big part of this whole first five episodes that I heard screaming at me. People, when they talk, take the time to hear and not talk and so much talk about your problems. But other people have problems, too. And you should learn to hear their problems, especially when they're coming to you to talk. That was strong language in in this series so far. Well, but I mean, it, it feels like that's a lost art in this country right now, right? Like <laughs> yes. listening, you know, like 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 really listening, like yes. really trying to understand where somebody else is coming from, mm-hmm. you know. But that's the other great thing about having a platform like this to be able to give insight to 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 bring people into you know various characters and and see and you know um, so much, you know, the the, the show's called Swagger. Yes. You know, and and so, you know, obviously on the surface, that's like bravado and, and confidence. But really, underneath all of that, swag is about having a cause bigger than yourself. Yes. Right. And so whether you your cause is your people, your family, your team, having that cause bigger than yourself mm-hmm. um, really gives you that sense of purpose. Yes. That that grit, that determination to move closer to your your dreams and and your calling and i think that's why you know 
you know, in Jace's journey, you know, Jace's journey initially is himself. Yes. You know, and as we go through the narrative, it it it, it expands as he expands. We'll be right back with more money-making conversation with the creator, writer, and executive producer of the new Apple TV series, Swagger, Reggie Rock Bitewood. This is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome back to Money Making Conversations. As I continue my conversation with the creator, writer, and executive producer of the new Apple TV Plus series, Swagger, Reggie Rock Bitewood. Now we're going to go into O'Shea Jackson's character. You know, he plays uh-huh. Icon, a character who didn't reach, who had great basketball potential, but didn't reach the potential. And when you say reach the potential, the NBA is the goal. The NBA is the uh-huh. ultimate goal of anybody who puts on those sneakers and gets on that hard court and try to imagine they're the next Michael Jordan or the next Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or the next LeBron James today or next KD. Because KD's 6'11", 7 feet tall and dribbles like a six-foot six point guard and shoots like Steph Curry right. on a right. given, any given day. But and dunk like right. uh, LeBron. So that's... <laughs> To be to have a show about that, that had to be some additional pressure, Reggie. Knowing that you, this wasn't a regular superstar. It wasn't a guy who, who's a marginal player or just a good player. KD can probably go down in history as one of the all top five all time players. Here you mm-hmm. in having a room and uh, to create a scripted series that has to retain a level of credibility. And you do, my friend, because we're gonna get mm-hmm. into these action shots. Because I was like blown away by these, these. I'm gonna tell y'all some. When you when you watch TV, you watch uh, 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 Reggie do his work, his 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 magic, and you see uh, shots that don't have jump cuts in them, and I'm going, okay, that's a real shot from the corner. Uh, when Nick Mendez hits his first three pointer at the top what? of the key, I go, that's a real shot. No visual effects, baby. That's that's it. I said, I said, I said, I said, Reggie, Reggie, my boy, has has man, how how Reggie, how you pull that off, bro? How many? Well, well, first of all, you know, first of all, though, you, you started talking about the pressure. Yes, sir. Let me just say, so creatively. Yes, sir. What I wanted to do mm-hmm. was have the basketball feel real. So it actually alleviated pressure. Okay. Because the network and everybody, <laughs> yeah, we got to like, you know, it's got to be real. It's going to be Kevin. So, so we cast actors, some who hadn't really played ball before, but we were able to like, like, you know, it's so rare to be able to cast somebody and give them like three months of training, like multiple days throughout the week, hours and hours upon a day to learn how to become a baller. And then we had our ballers who then had a lot of time to work with acting coaches. Right. So just that alone, um, it alleviated pressure because it allowed me to then have like a real process where everybody knew the basketball needed to be on a high level. Um, and, you know, look, there was choreography and mm-hmm. training sessions, but, I mean, they just came and they just balled <laughs> out. And it was like, I mean, you know, it was a luxury. Like, like, and the kids wanted to do it. Yes. You know, like, they were like, yo, I'm a, and, and some of it, some of it, you know, was from you know, a choreographer and a trainer, but some of it was them. It's like, yes. let me show you what I can do. Yes. And all we had to do was photograph it. Oh, my beautiful. beautiful. Here's some questions here. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the hoop, it was a 10-foot hoop? You played in a 10-foot yes. hoop? 10-foot hoop. 10-foot ten foot, ten hoop, and somebody's dunking. They're, no, they're not jumping off of a trampoline. <laughs> no cables. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how tall is, uh, is Isaiah Hill, who plays Jace Carson? I think he's like... Because he could leap, man. 
Yeah, yeah, I think he's 6'3", 6'4". 6'3", 6'3". 6'3", 6'4", somewhere in there. That young somewhere man, could, he has some elevation now, He and his yeah, acting skills good. are on point. He has a career in this yeah. business. Good-looking kid. Uh, good. O'Shea Jackson, icon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all the, you know, O'Shea had multiple scenes where he were dunking, but he didn't make the cut, man. Oh well, oh well. I know he didn't make up, but he could shoot. I'm now. just joking. Let's talk about his shooting though, because I was yeah. impressed. I was impressed. Hey, let me tell you something. In that game in a pilot, where they're going one on one with each Absolutely. other, dude made a shot he wasn't supposed to make. So I was if he was thrown off, and I just kept the cameras rolling. And it was like, let him go. <laughs> you lying. Not dude, mine. dude, because I, I'm looking at say what I said, because I had these little checkpoints. Like I said, rim height. You said it's 10 feet, not nine. O'Shea, you said he made all the I shots. Can't you tell? I mean, because there's a lot of basketball. Come on. There's a lot of basketball shows where you see somebody dunking, mm -hmm. and you know that's like eight foot, nine foot. Oh, like absolutely. You know it's not 10 foot. So that was really important for the oh, We didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we really wanted it to look. And, and some people would get by, but there's people like you that you can smell it if it's not real. Oh, first of all, that's what impressed me the most. But I, I'm going to tell you something. I love my sleep when I get it. I don't like getting up at 430. For <laughs> some, you know, Reggie, I love you. Don't, Reggie, I don't love you that much. But when mm -hmm. a series, I'm looking at it, because my wife was sitting right next to me. She was Actually, she was cooking in the kitchen when we started. And next thing I know, by episode two, she was sitting right next to me, engaged mm. in the series. Like I said, it's a series that... It, uh, about basketball, there's so many layers about life, about parenting, about how, you know, she could relate to it because our daughter, you know, was a prodigy. Like, like mm -hmm. Jace, like like the, the character being played out here, being pulled in so many directions, going to private camps, being recruited. And so mm -hmm. it was very relatable to what we deal with today because that's all you see nowadays. And now with name, likeness, and imagery that they, you can pay for and kids can get the money that you used to hide to get nowadays. But the whole layers of putting all these characters together – that was a lot of work. How did you really start projecting each role? The 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 the, the, the nemesis. I mean, the the the, the, the I should say the uh, the bad guys, the good guys, the the layers. A lot of hard work went into this, Reggie. How did you pull it off? I mean, you know, I mean, again, having this mandate of you know this this self-imposed mandate of having a view from every seat in the house. Right. Um, did a lot of research, spoke with a lot of people. And really, you know, much of my work in the writing process also starts with like really putting together a really great writer's room. Yes. You know, so, um, you know, in particular, one of my writers, a guy named George Dorman, wrote this book, really good book called um, They Play Their Hearts Out. Mm -hmm. And it follows a youth basketball team. Um, it was very important for me to have some incredible black women in my writer's room. Um, and, and, and directing and, too as well, right? And directing as well. And, 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 and directing as well. Nigel Mumin, you haven't seen her. So when you go back, you're going to see, uh, Nigel is the, the one that Nigel directed, which is 106, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, when you have a room like that, it's really great and inspiring because we're challenging each other. We're challenging other people's points of view. We're bringing in our real life experiences and in a room like that, like I, I never say like you, you, don't, you don't create a room like that because it's politically correct. You create a room like that because it gives you the best product. Wow. I, I just want to say this about the show. Um, the credibility of the show is amazing. The uh, Meg's role 
who plays his business partner, O'Shea's business camera, who's his icon, uh, David, his role as the NBA star who made it, who, who's, who's, who's has an issue with icon, all these layers, like you were saying earlier. And I, that's what I'm going to say. I just, I just wanted to start with the kids. Cause that's the core of this. That's the, that's mm-hmm. the part that's, that that's the innocence of the series or the children mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. teenagers. Cause you have mm-hmm. all these adults who have agendas from his mother has an agenda. O'Shea is the, in denial, but he has an agenda. Davis has an agenda. Uh, the the uh, guy from the Gladiators, he has an agenda. All tied back to reality, what you've, you're showing us, Reggie, this is happening right now. This is real life. This is not something you're making up. And to be able to pull that off, and then it's almost tragic because how do we pull these kids out of it? Oh, is that a, a train that we can't control anymore? And you're just capturing it, putting it on paper, and allowing us to see a version of it. Well, you know, first of all, let me just say something about what you talk about with innocence, right? So, you know, our, our most of our characters, most of these kids are 14 years old. And so we know 14 has some historical context, yes. you know, within the black community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Emmett Till, 14 years old, August 28th, 1955, you know, um, 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 murdered. And, you know, that still reverberates within our community, mm-hmm. you know, after all these years later, right? Um, and I saw this painting by this amazing artist named Lisa Whittington. Mm-hmm. She did this painting called, um, it was about Emmett Till, and it was called um, How, uh, let me see if I get the, the, the title right, Lisa, if I mess up the name of your art, I apologize, but it was How She Sent Him and How She Got Him Back. Mm-hmm. And in this painting, you see mm-hmm. half of Emmett's face that's innocent and vibrant and all these vibrant colors around him, like, what we would call on our show Emmett Blue and Emmett Yellow. And on the other side of his face, it's mutilated. It's, yeah. you know, with, with the, the, you know, you know, the yeah. way the way his face was and Ooh. he was beaten down. Mm-hmm. But we use her painting many ways as inspiration. Mm-hmm. And, and really, you know, when I would talk to everyone about what we're doing, we were like, this innocence is what we're fighting for for our characters. We want this sort of innocence. Our coaches, I they're fighting for our kids to maintain this innocence. And the flip side of it is that you're on the other side of it, you know. And so, um, and so much of, of the of the of this sister's work, you know, like I said, we, you know, it was it was actually a, a template for our, our color palette, you know, Emmett blue, Emmett yellow, like all these sort of colors in our artwork um, inspired us. And so, the innocence versus the other side of it was was something that we really spent a lot of time talking about. My brother, uh, outstanding. I'm talking to Reggie Rock Brightwood Swagger. Apple TV Plus premieres uh, October 29th. Three episodes will air that night. After that is one episode weekly, every Friday thereafter. An incredible series, a coming-of-age series, uh, an adult series inspired by NBA superstar Kevin Durant's life and experiences in the Washington, D.C. area. And in closing, you got the Yankee hat on, you know. Uh, okay. And I don't, you know, uh, Stephen okay. A. Smith. Stephen okay. A. Oh, 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 now, now we bring the Stephen A. Smith. Okay. All right. You know, that's, right. my, that's what I manage. And he's a superstar uh, mm-hmm. Yankee fan, just like you. Mm-hmm. Will the Yankees make a comeback? I keep asking him, will, they, will y'all come back? And then we're going to wrap up the interview. I got one minute left. It's, it's, your, it's your moment to save the Yankees, sir. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the Yankees have 21 championships, <laughs> more championships than any other professional team. Mm. I mean, unless, oh, what's your team, brother? Oh, uh, Houston Astros. 
Oh, okay. Um, 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 how, how, how are we going to do this year? We're going to play it honestly this year? Or what are we going to do? We're going to try and win legit? What are we, we going to do? Because you know, you know, the, 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 now, now, now I see where the Yankee things come from because of what y'all had to do to, to beat the Yankees, man. We, we really want to talk about that. But, um, but here's a conflict, right? Because now, who do I root for? Am I rooting for the Astros or am I rooting for the Red Sox? Absolutely. That's sad. So, you that's know, sad. So, you know, so that's, 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 a, that's a tough one. But I, I do like the Astros. But uh, the Yankees will always be back, man. 21 championships recognized. Thank you, hey, brother. You are a champion, too. Thank you for this fantastic series, Swagger. Apple TV Plus premieres October 29th. The brilliant Reggie Rock Bythewood. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, man. Cool. Thank you. If you want to see or hear any of my interviews with Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. 